So you maybe work in a job, maybe you like your job, maybe you're not thinking that I want to jump off the cliff and start a business. Tune in to this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. We're going to talk to Chris Gillibo about the Side Hustle Project. Don't miss it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Chris Gillibo. He is the author of The Art of Nonconformity and The $100 Startup and the founder of the World Domination Summit held every year in Portland, Oregon. And I think he's a, this may be about a third time on the show. One of uh, the things that uh, Chris is quite noted for is his lust for traveling to uh, every country in the world. So maybe we'll check in on where he is in that uh, um, journey. So Chris, thanks for joining me again. Hey, John. Thanks for having me back. So a couple questions. Taiwan, country Mm -hmm. or not? Uh, Taiwan is not a country by the UN member state standard. Um, I have been. To <laughs> I, I want your opinion is what I want. <laughs> right, right. Well, it is, it is culturally unique, of course. It is culturally and politically unique. So it's obviously a nation. Yeah. And there, there are lots of you know, nations in the world that aren't necessarily states. And so if you start thinking about like going to every nation in the world, that kind of changes things up. And then you can actually have a whole lot of disagreements. So, you know, for my, I just chose states, but I have been to Taiwan as well. So, so what would that be? 196 as opposed to 193 or something like that? Or would it be a lot more than that even? Yeah. Well, that's the tricky part. Like yeah. once you get, once you get off the official list, you could add all sorts of things uh, to it. You know, there's islands in the middle of the Pacific that are uh, technically attached to France, but most of the people that grow up there have never been to France. Right, 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 you know? right. So, it can go on and on and on. Well, so don't even get me started about Antarctica then, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that, that could be like eight different countries because it's not really controlled by anybody, but there's eight countries that have you know installations there. And then the last question on this topic, have you made it to South Sudan yet? Oh, I, I have, yes. Yeah? And that was actually, um, when I began the project, it was 192 countries. Right. And South Sudan was actually the only country that gained independence while I was actually actively pursuing the quest. And so I did decide to add that on because, you know, it was legit. So it, it went from 192 to 193 and I have been there. Yeah. So that's the last, the latest official recognized country formed. Yep. Did my research. Yeah, good job. I always like to sound smart. So <laughs> tell people about World Domination Summit. I think, um, and I'd love to hear it in your words. I mean, obviously they can go on the website and read it, but uh, I'd love to hear your words. Sure. Um, you know, the way I say, you know, the way I describe WDS is it's a, it's a gathering of creative people from all walks of life. Uh, they don't necessarily have the same demographic. Uh, they share a psychographic and they're interested in change. They're interested in entrepreneurship or travel or the arts. Uh, but mostly they just kind of like, you know, coming together to pursue a big dream of their own and to make the world a better place at the same time. And so it's kind of grown very organically because it is the sort of thing where it's it's kind of hard to market it and say, oh, well, here's, you know, the perfect, uh, you know, 10 second description of what it's about. Uh, most people who have come into the network have come through referral. Um, you know, the, an, an alumni has been to the event and then they, they've you know enjoyed it or had a good experience and they, they talk about it. So uh, we're going into year number seven. And, uh, you know, every year we have hundreds and now thousands of people that come to Portland, Oregon uh, for a week, which is now, which is expanded from the the weekend that we started with. And uh, we have main stage keynote speakers like we had you, John, a couple years ago, which was great. 
And we also have workshops, breakout sessions, uh, you know, lots of fun meetups and stuff. And then we also have some really big parties and some fun adventure kind of things. Uh, we set world records. Um, you know, we try to do service projects. Um, so it's just a, it's just a gathering of, of interesting people. Yeah, and I, I think it would be one of those – I think that's why people struggle to – I even ask people to go, and they kind of go, well, um, you know. And, and I think it's because there's no way to describe how you experience it in mm. two, 200 words or less you know, on a web page. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's, uh, that's probably the magic, quite frankly. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's probably the, it's the magic, and it's also the weakness. It's like you know, yeah, your strength yeah, is your weakness yeah. and vice versa. Right. So I think it's interesting. I think at this point it's kind of – you know, we kind of are what we are, and so I'm not really interested yeah. in changing the DNA at this point. Yeah, you, you 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 would like to have that. We're Airbnb for something. Yeah, like you'd have sure, like sure. to have that statement. <laughs> right, but it would be pretty long. It would yeah. be like a long statement, and then it wouldn't really work. So, yeah, that's right. so uh, you have a new project that you're working on yeah. that I want to talk about called the Side sure. Hustle School. So what cool. is it? Side Hustle School is a daily podcast. Uh, every day in 2017, I'm telling the story of an employee who starts a hustle, uh, some kind of income generating project uh, without quitting their job. And so I tell the brief story, every episode is less than 10 minutes long, a uh, brief story that's kind of a case study of how they got their idea and what, what happened along the way, uh, what went well, what did not go well, how much money did they make from it, and then how has that affected their life. And uh, my, my target market, I actually do have a target market for this project, which yeah. is probably the first time I ever have you know, <laughs> had a, a specific idea of like, okay, here is the ideal listener. Like I really, really wanted to cater this, uh, this project, this endeavor uh, toward employees who don't necessarily want to quit their job. And I feel like in the culture, you know, sometimes these days, like it's like, like this assumption that everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and that if you don't want to be an entrepreneur, something's wrong with you. And you're you kind of feel judged or shamed or whatever, and so yeah. I kind of noticed on my last uh, my last book and my last book tour, like I gave like 30 minute stump speech and I talked about side hustles for maybe two minutes out of the 30 minutes, and half the questions afterwards would always be about this this topic, and so I just kind of began to realize not everyone wants to you know quit their job, be this full time entrepreneur uh, like we are, like that's great for us, but but everyone does want more than one source of income. And so my goal is to kind of you know, equip people with that and show them very specifically, here's how lots of folks have done that um, without wearing this you know, entrepreneurial label or t-shirt uh, or whatever. So it's a daily podcast. It will eventually be a book uh, in the fall. It's a traveling workshop series. Uh, in short, it's kind of my whole focus for 2017. You, you know, it's so interesting because you're right. Um, I hadn't really thought of this, but uh, there, there's so much out there for startups and for, mm-hmm. you know, create create your company, become an entrepreneur. Um, and then there's there's certainly a fair amount, you know, our good friend Pam Slim, the escape from cubicle nation, you know, kind of yep. like how do you get out of corporate? But there really aren't a lot of people uh, serving what you just talked about. Maybe somebody who doesn't want to leave but wants a little more freedom and security um, and that's that's really my next question. I mean, in some ways, doesn't everybody need this thing as sort of a survival mechanism? I mean, what jobs are not going to exist in ten years? Yeah, I think I think they do, and that's part of my message. Is like it's not just nice; it's necessary. Yeah. You know, you need to have a, a side hustle. Uh, but for two reasons. One, because as you said, there's this imperative, there's this economic uncertainty. Nobody works in one job their whole career, etc. Uh, but then also. Uh, it, the other reason is positive, like like you you kind of alluded to a side hustle. You know, w- once you begin earning money for the first time with a different source other than your paycheck, like you know this very well, and like lots of your folks do too. Like it's very empowering. It feel it gives you confidence. It gives you security. 
Like I even notice to this day, like if I start a little project that makes a small amount of money, I'm almost disproportionately happy <laughs> right. about that that check, you know, for a few hundred dollars or something that comes in because I'm like, okay, I made that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I hear these stories all the time from employees who are like, you know, I got this thing that now it's making seven hundred dollars a month. And first of all, seven hundred dollars a month can can go, you know, to a lot of different places. And you know, people are paying off debt and saving for travel or you know, investing in their kids' college funds, all that kind of stuff. But it's also like, look, I made this thing. You yeah. know, this is apart from my paycheck, and I have ownership over it. It's an asset that I created, and I think that's I think that's really fun. So, you're going to podcast every day, um, every single day. And is this so? Is this temporary? Like, this is once you're done, you're done. Well, I've committed to 365 yeah. episodes, yeah. Um, and so we'll see kind of when it gets a little bit closer. But my goal is to kind of you know create an arc to it, and like anybody can jump in any at any point, right? Um, but like there is kind of a, an overall story, a narrative that I'm telling like from January to December. So I'm encouraging people like if it is a good fit for them, and I am really specific. Um, like I said in the first episode, I'm kind of like this is who it's for, this is who it's not for. You know, if it is for them, I kind of encouraging people to make it part of their routine. Uh, and if they do that, then I'm committing to help them, you know, however I can, you know, by the, by the end of the year, my goal is that, you know, a lot of the stories on the show will be coming from some of the listeners from the mm. first half of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, this would be a good place for you to tell people where they can find it. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, sidehustleschool.com or sidehustleschool on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, thank God you didn't use your name in it. I know. Tell me about it. I, well, I learned seven years ago. So no one can spell Chris Gilbo. I have to oh, look it up. I mean, I I saved it in my dictionary, you yeah. know, on my computer, but I still have to double check every time. Oh, every I have to look it up time. myself, John. So I understand. <laughs> so uh, do do you, without sort of giving away the the goodies, I suppose, do you have a favorite one or two so far? Um, maybe maybe they aren't even published yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it's, you know, different ones coming out every day. And I'm, I'm kind of working uh, about 30 days out. Yeah. So I have like the first months, you know, more or less kind of batch, not totally produced, but at least, uh, you know, organized. Uh, I, I kind of like a like a range of different stories. So like in the first week, for example, I told, uh, you know, one story of this, this guy from Scotland who wrote uh, this this blog with reviews about fish tanks. And he was really into fish tanks, and like he started writing this, you know, these reviews, these reviews for it, and he set it up with Amazon affiliate income, and he kind of went away. And like, there's a whole story, but the long story short is, like, you know, three years later, he hasn't done anything for this project, but it's still bringing in $700 a month. So that's kind of fun. But then I followed that story with, uh, you know, with one uh, of somebody here in the states who started this this hustle, uh, manufacturing personalized candy hearts. And she's actually a, a director of marketing for a big firm, and she wanted to, to buy these hearts like for her clients, and she couldn't find them. So, you know, again, long story short, she went out and found a way to make it happen. And three years later, she's making a six-figure income from that side hustle, but she keeps her job. Uh, one, because it's kind of a seasonal thing. Like the candy heart business is like right. all about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, but two, because, because she likes her job. You know, and she's like, I like my job, but I now I have a good income from my job, and I also have a very good income from from the hustle and if something ever changed at my job and I didn't like it well you know I've got something else I can do so I want to show people both you know that it's really fun to make you know $500 a month or $1,000 a month but it's also possible you know to make a lot more so my idea is to hit people with both ways yeah and, and she doesn't sit around waiting for the shoe to drop uh, anymore, yeah right? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right so sure. um You've got a couple other elements of this that I'd like to explore the uh, the community aspect, which no shock there that that you have made that a big component. You're calling it the Society of Hustlers. 
So uh, is that in full bloom? No, it's not. Um, it's my, my idea for the society is that's kind of like the monetization that comes in at some point. Mm. Um, like there is like a membership, you know, course kind of element to this. And I think there'll definitely be room for that. Yeah. But I can I can legitimately and honestly say that I've, I've really focused entirely on the content and making something that I think is is worth paying attention to whether or not anything else, you know, comes along later. So there's also a workshop series and I'm, I'm excited about that as well. But Right now, for me, it's all about like podcasting is a new medium for me. I've done lots of interviews, um, but as you know, it's very different. You know, hosting your own show. So, for me, I want to make sure I'm, I've got that solid and yeah. kind of figured out the routine of making a different episode every day and all of that. And then I'll introduce the society and some other stuff. Do you? Um, is your hope to inspire, or uh, obviously that is one of the goals? But is it also to give people you know actionable items that they can go do themselves? I mean, a lot of my people are already inspired. Yeah. You know, they're already motivated. And I think I think this is true about a lot of a lot of people out there. Like, and and if you're listening to a podcast about business or about self improvement, from the very first first point, like you're already kind of raising your hand and saying, like, I want to create some kind of change in my life, but how do I do it? So for me, it's much more exciting when I hear from somebody that says, you know, like, I was in this place and like maybe I could have made it work myself. And they probably could have, but perhaps something that that we shared. You know, maybe help them along, yeah. uh, or gave them gave them a shortcut, or gave them a tool or a resource, and then they were able to take action on it, and then create you know something really great for themselves. So that that's what gets me excited. Well, and, and I'm guessing that particularly this audience that you're you're appealing to, in some cases, maybe they felt like, well, the job is what I do, and and just this mm. notion that they can have an idea or they can start looking for an idea. That mindset shift is probably step number one, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I said, the reason I'm kind of calling them out is, is because like a lot of them have tried this before. Like maybe they know somebody who's, you know, had a project take off and then they try it, but they don't, they don't necessarily know what to do because first of all, they're really busy. Like a lot of, a lot of my folks, they have, you know, at least one job, maybe two jobs. They've got families, they've got other commitments. uh, And so they want to invest in themselves. But then like, if they have a very limited amount of time, like they need some guidance on how to, how to spend Mm -hmm. that time Mm -hmm. basically. And so, and I also think that you know, the advice for starting a side hustle uh, is not the same as the advice for building a big company. And so if all that's out there is the advice on how to build a big company, it's not necessarily going to apply to somebody who's trying to create this this kind of project on the side. So that's why I'm trying to create some differentiation there. Well, in fact, there's a line that I, I was reading the, the I guess it would amount to the announcement of uh, Side Hustle School on Chris, cool. com, And there's a line that I kind of stopped and highlighted, and it says, also... This was in parentheses. Also, forget strategy. Tactics are the future. So is, <laughs> yeah. is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay. So I just feel this is kind of more of like for me, it's like what's the business reason of doing this? Well, one, I was excited about it. Uh, two, I guess I feel like there's an oversaturation in this world of like business thought leadership. And I feel like the last thing that anybody needs in the world this, these days is like another you know inspiring TED yeah. Talk or something else. I feel like the gap is really impractical you know, very action focused kind of stuff. And you just even for myself, as I, as I thought back like over the past five years, you know, what have people responded to the most? Um, and you know, for me, like people have really responded to the hundred dollar startup because yeah. it was a very tactical yeah. kind of book. Now it's telling you strategically, like, here's why you want to do this for your life. Like, here's why it's important. But then really quickly, it's like, here's how you do it. And so I guess I feel like there is a shift away from, there's a skepticism, toward, you know, just people telling you stuff without really telling you very clearly and specifically how to do it. And so 
hopefully there's some fresh air that's provided through focusing on tactics. So what will the book look like then? Um, again, maybe you have no idea because it's going to form itself, but, um, but how, yeah. will, how, will, how do you see that unfolding? Yeah, well, I mean, as you as you know from from all the books you publish, like publishing has a long a long lead time. So Too I've long. actually already finished the second draft, and we're just kind of doing the third draft now and edit. So the the book will also use like a case study format. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to do it as a 27 day kind of series. Uh, I think the subtitle is something about that, like you know, zero to income in 27 days or something. Cool. And so it's like a step by step kind of thing, and then Perfect. each day there's a you yeah. know, case study that illustrates the principle behind the action that you, that you take. And so you know, the goal is again, if you read the book, then if you apply it, you know, within within four to five weeks, you can have this kind of working hustle, and then from there, you can regroup, you can refine, maybe you start over and do something different. But it definitely gives you, you know, everything you need to to get up and running within a month. So it's also very tactical. So I, journals are hot right now. I could see like a a, a a side hustle journal, but you can't take it to work, I guess. Or no, it has yeah. to be has yeah, to be uh, white labeled, right? I think, I, think I need an adult coloring book. No. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Um, I mean, those are selling like half a million copies. I can't believe it. You the know, the adult like coloring that. books. Oh, I, I'm I'm falling into that trap. I have a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so you're also threatening a world tour. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like I like to do my you know world yeah. tour. I have amazing readers out there, and it's just it's just fun. So, actually, I have a crazy idea. I'm thinking of doing like a hundred city tour um, in the fall, which I've never done. And maybe I'll actually have to do it because I don't normally like say an idea like that unless I'm going to follow through on it. But it's been in my head, and it's not leaving. So I might might follow up on it. Well, don't fly over the Midwest like you so often do. You know, we'll, oh, no, I, I you know I go to the Midwest, John. <laughs> Just not Kansas City, I guess. <laughs> I, I will return to Kansas City right. for we'll, my third or fourth visit in three or four years. All right, well, we'll, we'll have you. We'll have you back for this book. How's that? Okay, I like that. So, do you have an ultimate you know, kind of hope for the impact? I mean, do you sit? Do you sit down and calculate if I get X amount of people to do X amount? You know, that'll add up to this, or or do you do you analyze things that way? Yeah, I'm not super analytical in terms of quantitative stuff, so I don't really have like a numerical matrix-driven goal. I guess for me, I, I am motivated by stories. I am motivated by people who like mention the impact. Yeah. And so I guess I just feel like I'll kind of know as it goes along if I'm having an impact. Like if, if people are frustrated, you know, if they're like, oh, I like the stories, but I'm not really getting, you know, what I need – then that's kind of the opposite message. So I want to pay attention to that. Not that every single person, sure. you know, is going to get everything that they need, but just in mass, like I want, I want to make sure that people are really making progress. And I, I feel like I'll know if that's if that's happening. So if some one of my listeners uh, out mm-hmm. there says, "Oh, I got a cool story for Chris," should they get a hold yep. of you? Yeah, um, I mean, just on that same website, sidehustleschool.com, uh, there will be a place very soon where you can actually uh, submit a story. And then, uh, you know, like I said, my goal is by the end of the year, I'd love to feature lots of stories that came out of the process as well as you know people that have just heard about the show um, as it's been starting up. So love to hear from you. Awesome. Speaking with Chris Gillibo, we are talking about the Side Hustle School project. Uh, Chris, it's always great to catch up with you. We'll have all the Uh, links that we mentioned in the show notes here and uh as i mentioned i'm gonna i'm gonna be headed your way in the spring of 2017 so uh, hopefully hopefully we can uh, uh, bump into each other out there on the road that sounds great if not there's always kansas city